This tea is right. spectacular. Y'all, I'm having some dope tea myself right now. What kind it of tea? Tea, tea life. It ain't that oolong. Oolong? Yeah. yeah. What is it? Yeah. Is it oolong? I said it wrong. Oolong, game? yeah. Oolong. It ain't I used that said differently. And he said it with the hood. Yeah, she, she said oolong. Hold on, nigga. Hold on, hold on, hold on. What the deal, Playboy? What's good, y'all? It's your man, DJ Playboy. In the building, early morning flow. I'm it. I'm with my teammates, man. This is the number one team that you can have. We're going for the chip this year. You know what I'm saying? We're killing the Eastern Conference. We're coming for y'all. It's Perfect Talk Podcast, and I got my homegirl to the left. Ayo, niche. Ayo. Ayo, I'm here. I'm here like a motherfucker today. I'm, I'm with it. Got my oolong, the oolong tea. Oolong. Shout out to Keith correcting you know me like I'm a saying? motherfucker. Yeah. Cracking jokes. <laughs> Cracking jokes with the Wi-Fi. You know what I'm saying? Hey, yo, Niche. I'm playing Word. point guard. I'm throwing it to Niche. She's at the four. You know what I'm saying? She's throwing up the three-pointers. And then, you know what I'm saying, down low, playing the old school center, playing the five position. It's my right-hand man. My dog. <laughs> ah, you know what I'm saying? With the sky hook. <laughs> my dog. Keith. What it do, man? It's your boy, Young Kareem Abdul Jabbar Jr., man. Girl, scream like I'm Keith. Chillin'. Shout out to Young Young Lou Alcindor. Kicking in here with y'all, man. Feeling good. It's a wonderful day. Oh, yeah. It's the day that the Lord has made. Uh oh. Church. Uh oh. There you go. There you go. Yeah. Yo, you ever ever notice uh, white people have no problem pronouncing Kareem Abdul Jabbar? Is it just because he's so famous and it's been so like so many years? I feel like they struggle with names like that, but they uh, they, they do they do well with Kareem. <laughs> yeah, I think and it's, he was it's pretty phonetic. Movie. I think it's a pretty f- solid phonetic name. Yeah, yeah. I never really uh, paid attention to it. <laughs> <laughs> NBA playoffs going on right now, though. Shout out to everybody out there watching the NBA playoffs. Who, who's in it? Uh, LeBron. Uh, yo, I'm, yeah, I'm one of those. Hey, LeBron. LeBron's in it. <laughs> That's <laughs> it. <laughs> he doing his thing right now. Where that's what matters on the East. He uh. One and one in his series. Uh, Golden State's doing their thing. Shout out to Houston, Chris Paul, and uh, James Harden. They seem to be favorited for the Western Conference Finals. I'm taking it. Uh, you don't really care okay. for Curry like that? I don't, what do you mean? No, Golden State's my team. That's oh, my squad okay, right okay. there. I, I ain't want to sit here and just name everybody. They're such like an all-star team okay. over there. All right. I was just, I I was just checking. I'm like, damn, okay. You know what I mean? I don't want to say He's injured, too. He's not. He, he's Yeah, he's injured. He had, he's probably not expected to come back to maybe the second or the third series in the playoffs. So. He's injury prone, you know what I mean? He's a fragile kid, so. He's a fragile yeah. kid. He <laughs> well, he was. He got to wear a helmet Fragile. <laughs> fragile. He's always a, always a fragile young man. But uh, what's good with y'all, man? What's good, man? My team. I haven't spoken to y'all in a, in, in a few days Yo. since last episode. What's going on? What's new? What's new? Ain't shit, man. I, I figured I'd get back out there, get back into the job market. So I just went ahead Shout and got out to job. Keith. Hey, oh man! So, Round I'm of applause, so man, Calvin. Man, I watched got a, a job. lot of TV in my time. <laughs> Lots of yoga, flexible as hell. Wait, did you <laughs> say Tommy got a job? <laughs> <laughs> I said Calvin, but Tommy's even better. Oh, <laughs> 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 my 
Word. Yeah, if y'all didn't know, man, for the past couple of months, not since the beginning of the uh, podcast, because he was working at the beginning of it, but uh, for the past few months, Keith has just been uh, laying around here unemployed, living ain't off doing, of me and Nisha's money. Me and Nisha going to work. Using all you know the what I mean? We come home from work, all the Wi Fi, <laughs> watching Maury all day. You know, seeing every episode of Judge Judy. Yeah, I did, yo. Um, <laughs> the amount of TV I got to see, I got to review shit. I'm, I'm there writing journals. It was it was a good it was a good little retirement. It was cool. Yeah, that's any, good, man. We gonna get into all of that. Oh, all right. Any well, little things? That you, no, I say. What as far as you like, like with the reading. All right, but yeah. Well, you got a well, lot of reading done. Yeah, well, I mean, I wouldn't say. Done. So you're asking like if I just picked anything new up and well, like any like, new habits, any new, any new things that you started to do that you was just like, yo, you know what? I'm gonna continue this. You know, like I know you read, right? But like how you saying like with yeah. reviews and stuff with writing. Yeah, so like writing, um, just kind of like just journaling. I pick up a thought, and then I just journal on it. So like I have like just a regular composition notebook, the marble notebook. My shirt's fancy though. I'm grown, so it's like some like Ow, some old silicone on cover it? on it from glitter? Staples. Nah, nah. Uh, <laughs> Put the stickers on it. All that. <laughs> but basically, basically school. what I do if I get a thought, I'll write about it and make it no longer than one page. Sometimes it's shorter. Sometimes it's so and this is sometimes shorter, but it's never longer than one page, and that's it. One side of one page. Okay. Well, yeah, I know that book is coming, man. Keeps dropping that book in 2019. It's coming, man. So make sure y'all stay tuned. Yeah, what <laughs> up? Oh, if, if someone don't pick that up, I think we we gonna as a podcast we might have to, you know, what I'm saying publish that. Publish it ourselves. Publish it ourselves. Hell Perfect yeah. talk. Publish it. Publish and distribute. Hell you know yeah. yeah. Oh, and another thing is meditating. That's another one I like to keep up. Yeah, you got me on that. Yeah, yeah, definitely. How's that going? Definitely. You know what? It 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 went like I'm, <laughs> I'm gonna keep it a wreck. Uh-huh. Dude, this was this was like the longest weekend ever. St- still rolling, but I I did it maybe like two days, and after that, it, I like it was just I got interrupted. But I'm like, yo, you know what? I was sitting here this morning, and I I was just meditating without the the actual app. You know what I'm saying? So which app you used? Um, the app that you referred me to. What is it? Um, the uh, I mentioned two. Oh, okay, and even like the three minute ones, you like you couldn't find like just. Um, no, I, quick, I mean I just quick... I didn't. I didn't even think to grab like I I was on my phone so much I was just like yo you know what I was responding to mad shit people I was like yo I just threw my shit down I was like yo let me just get my own little chant going on real quick and just try to yeah, set myself too, back down yeah that's so I just I did that earlier this morning so I've been lit like and it, it really it really helps out man you know what I'm saying it really helps out so. Well, that, that's perfect because that actually brings us right into uh, let a plicker know. You know what I mean? Sometimes I got some questions, got some things going on, and I bring it to the group. Ayo, hey, Niche, I, Keith, yo. they experts in their field, so they know they know how to put me on. Yo, Keith, is it me or is this, this guy stay having mad questions? I'm starting to think, is it just like real Fed. questions or is he just, yeah, like, is our homie I'm not the, the ops, not the ops. <laughs> <laughs> Sammy the bull I'm over just, there. Word, I'm just man. a young man who watched a lot of uh, Bill Nye, the science guy. You know what I mean? He's a real curious young man, so I like to have them questions answered. You know I mean? I'm, a, I'm a Google fiend. I ain't going to lie about that. I, I use Google way too much. Like nah, I answer, this, answer all my questions. This how you know you real, <laughs> but, um, though. If you, before Google, what was before Google, though? Come on. What did I Excite. use before Google? Com? Excite, or, nah, it was yeah, Encyclopedia <laughs> Britannica. Nah, remember Axe Jeeves? <laughs> remember you? Oh, oh yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I do remember Axe Jeeves. Axe Jeeves was Axe Jeeves was a fake ass, 
fake ass Alexa. XG's wasn't answering shit. <laughs> Motherfucker was like, here's some here's some shit vaguely related to what you asked me. <laughs> hope hope this helps you out. Yo, I feel like you just hated on Jeeves. I thought Jeeves was like. <laughs> Shout out to I think XG's is, is ask.com now, if I'm not mistaken, but it could be the uh the same thing. But yeah, no, I do remember that. You was a little flash uh flash from the past right there. Yeah. But I was gonna say, y'all ever have to like ask Google something so they say you you about to oh, you open your phone. Or you uh, just talk to your phone or whatever. And you open your phone. And then before you could even get to Google, before you could even get to what you get to, you get bombarded with like a text message comes in. And a little notification comes down from the top. Then, you know what I mean, something pops up in your calendar. And then before you know it, you done spent five minutes without even getting to what you actually opened up the phone for. That's and um, I noticed, uh, yeah, and I noticed it exists because I see them trying to sell you apps mm. that will, uh, I guess, shut everything out for you. And I'm not, I'm not with that. I, I feel like... If we're reaching a point where I'm paying someone money to help me not be distracted, like it's just going too far. I got to be able to do that within my own power. But how, how do y'all feel about that? Does it ever happen? Is it like maybe too much? Maybe sometimes you turn certain features off on your phone because you know, all right, this is the hours I need to get such and such done. Or do you rely on apps? Do you just do it yourself? I'll let you answer that first, Keith. Uh, as far as trying to manage all the distractions that comes with a phone. Yeah. I, I first when I get a new phone, first thing I do is adjust the notification settings. So I make sure okay. that I, for certain apps, I don't get notifications. Like if you download Bleacher Report or CNN or something, you get and you get you know CNN got breaking news. Everything is breaking news. Oh, breaking news! This nigga Donald Trump just went to his golf club. That's not breaking news, mm-hmm. right? So um, all that shit just coming in. I try I cut that down. And as far as like text messages, like my group text that are just for fun, I I get a notification on Android. You could put your notifications like levels of importance. So okay. the normal one is like it just pops up on your screen, but then there's a lower level where it doesn't pop up. But when you go into the phone, then you see the notification. So I basically I just try to shut down the notification and only keep keep to higher level what what I think would be most important. So like I have a few people on my favorites list, and in the nighttime from about 10 p.m. to about 7 a.m., my phone is on do not disturb mode. The only calls that come in is phone calls from my favorites list. Cause I, I, I'm what was the time frame? About 10 p.m. to 7 a.m. Okay. Yeah, so no, I don't get any notifications between then. Is that automatic? Like, Or do you have to physically at 10 p.m. put it on? Or does it automatically do it itself? It's automatic, and it's on the iPhone, too. I, actually, I learned it from the iPhone. But, yeah, so I, I got a Google Pixel, and um, automatically every, every night at 10 p.m. And on the weekends, it's something like 11 or, or midnight or something like that. So I got a one time for the weekend, one time for the week. Yeah, so basically I just make sure I manage my notifications. And um, I try, I, I when I get a notification, I look at how important it is. And if it's mm-hmm. not that important, like I write it down or jot it down somewhere so I could um, address it later. Yeah, I might have Inbox, it's an app by Google. Um, inbox. Okay. I don't. I'm not sure if it's for iPhone. I think it is, but it's really good as far as like for your, managing your emails. Cause like you know sometimes you have emails and you see it and you're like, all right, but I gotta remember it for later. And you you have you may like you look at an email and then you close it and you're like, I gotta address it later, but you forget because like the email's not new anymore. There's no no, no more notification. But inbox, okay. you can snooze it. So like if you get an email, it'll. You'd be like, I don't need to address this now. I don't need this till Saturday. You could snooze it until Saturday, and the email will pop back up on Saturday. 
Mm. So that's inbox by, by Google. That's fine. So I definitely download that. I just downloaded it just now. I'm so happy me and Keith got the same fucking phone. <laughs> so I'm like, yo. Yeah, man. I just learned mad new stuff, man. Like, even, I gotta, like, for me, I have a problem with, like, I, sometimes I get so done with my phone. I just, I silent everything, yo. Like, I my phone stays on silent all day, except for... Like, I, I usually know when the people that call me, call me. Like, I'll check it periodically, but as far as, like, just keeping my phone in my hand and stuff like that, I try to, like, let go of that habit. The only time I'm looking at it, um, like, when I go to the gym, I'll try to check it every, like, I'll, I'll probably check it more. But I, I get, like, um like, it'll, things will pop up. I hate when Do you I, carry it in the gym? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, like, that's your Yeah, because, like, I use it for MP3 music. Player. Yeah, and I Got use you. it for, uh, like, if I want to watch a, a movie while I work out or something like that, like, I'll do stuff like that, too. Or, like, um listen to our podcast. <clears throat> you know what I'm saying? There you so, go. Available on Apple Podcasts, Google Play Music, SoundCloud. Wow, that was perfect. That was, like, That's how we roll. <laughs> Wait, so you want, so you're out there watching a few good men while you deadlifting and shit? Or? <laughs> How does that work? <laughs> nah, like yo, can't handle the truth. Oh no, like certain certain series and stuff like that. Like if like that'll be my time. That's how I reward myself. Like if I um like if I'm doing like sometimes I'll I'll try to hit like a thousand calories on a treadmill. So I'm like yo, you know what? Usually a thousand calories. Like I'll 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 run a couple miles or I'll play ball, but then I try to just go uphill for like fifty mm-hmm. something minutes. I think it's like if I do like fifty three minutes at like. 15 incline or something like that and i don't i think the speed be like four or something for like nearly like 50 minutes that's like an hour i mean that's like a thousand calories so i'm like yo if i could just watch a show that i like you know what i'm saying it goes by even quicker so that's what i do but like i said i've been listening to mad music and shit too so it depends like i'll listen to our okay. podcast i'll listen to other podcasts like i'm not really big on the movies but i'll listen to like um different interviews and shit like that like that's my thing so yeah. yeah, it's a good time to do that. Yeah, I, I I don't mess with the um phone too heavy in the gym. For me, it's a distraction. Like, cause I'll just get a bunch of texts that will like interest me. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, let me stay away from that. And I'm just trying to like change my song or change music. Yeah. So, um, I have an iPod Touch that is I can still see if somebody calls me or not. Yeah. But I don't have to. Obviously, I don't have to answer it or whatever. And then the texts are I don't have the texts coming in on that one. Mm-hmm. Um, my phone. Go ahead, Nisha. Yeah. You, was, you was going no, on no, about. I'm saying like, but like when I play ball, like I just put my phone down. Like and my my people's really. If you know me, you know if I don't respond back to you, I'm probably in the gym. Like that's if I'm mm-hmm. not in the gym, and I don't usually have my rehearsals till like later on in the week. So it's like if you know me, you always know. Like if I ain't respond to your text, I'm gonna hit you back. Like. And like, if it's important, I'll probably see it. I don't always respond to all texts. Like, I can't lie. I think I'm a little more... I want to applaud myself. Y'all could tell me if it's false or not. You know what I'm saying? But I feel like with our group chat, I'm a little more attentive than I used to be. You know what I'm saying? So I try to pay more attention to, like, like how you said, like, the, our favorite list or whatever. Like, I got to keep... I got to learn all that shit because I need that shit. I need that more, like, more structure. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But... Yeah. yeah, that's it. Like mom's call, you know what I'm saying? Shay call. Like the other than that, I ain't really, I ain't really too too concerned about everything else. Like I'm gonna get a couple. Now, I have noticed that, that you just mentioned that you are um, responsive in terms of even phone calls. You know what I mean? I remember back in the day with me and you, we we'd have one topic, and I feel like I don't want to text it, but maybe you'd want to talk about it. You know what I'm saying? And we'd be going back, but like we, you definitely uh. uh Improved a lot in terms of you know responding back and getting the Thank shit you. on time. So I'll take my kudos participation award, right? <laughs> yeah, I, your purple, purple I try to, for that when, one. It, when it comes to all the text message shit, I try to practice practice a little essentialism. Basically, you keep what's essential and kind of try to 
shave away the rest of stuff. And just in general in life, I try to keep it that way. You know what I'm saying? Try to only keep one or two credit one one credit card, one or two debit cards, like stuff like that. Like I try to yeah. shave it down. Like I used to have two jobs, and then I said, nah, I just want one, and like all that stuff. I just try to sh- shave it down to the to the bare, to not the bare minimum, but to basically I have enough. Like I'm to where I'm doing okay. Is that different from like the minimalism lifestyle? Is that more like a clutter thing? The minimalism? Yeah, it's a, it's along the same lines. Essentialism is yeah. basically the same thing. I mean, I'm not too like uh, I'm not a fundamentalist on all the the principles. Minimalism and funda- uh, essentialism is the idea is the same. It's kind of well, well, sometimes I'm, I'm fresh on that. What is minimalism? Like, I'm trying I mean, I'm trying I to embrace it, a little, but like yeah, just breaking everything down into like compact. Uh, like minimalism is like just have less shit. Like just clean your your closet. You see some clothes that you don't use, donate it. Um, basically keep the white space. Uh, even if you look at the, sometimes you see an Apple billboard with just the Apple and a big white space. Like that's kind of a minimalist design. Like I, I happen to like stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? Minimalist design where there's almost like nothing or there's just a blue sky with one bird. Like shit like that. And um, Dang, only one bird. I mean, I like to see a couple birds. Like, nah, I just like just one bird. Something about it is very satisfying <laughs> to me. Uh, I, I like sans serif fonts. You know what I'm saying? I like Helvetica. I'm just, I'm just like that. You know, so as far as essentialism, shaving shit and like shit down in your life, having what I call white space or just this dead space, like time where there's, there's just nothing going on, it's valuable to me. So uh, as far as getting notifications, I try to cut that down. And, Shout out um, to Helvetica being a yeah, font, though. That had to register with me for like a couple minutes. I'm like, damn. I was like, is he I'm talking like, about fonts right I'm now? Like, like, I, I was. Like, <laughs> he said sans serif. I'm like, I, hope, I, hope <laughs> I didn't want to cut him off. To this podcast, does she know who? <laughs> does she know about Helvetica? Like, you know? My wife? <laughs> no, well, I like Helvetica. Speaking about my wife and Helvetica, when when we were making when we were making like all the the printed materials for the um the wedding, like the invite and the save the date and all that stuff. Um, I was like, yeah, do, do they have Helvetica font? You know how I feel about, this, you know, serif fonts, the, the fonts with like all the curly shit around it and all that. And um, so we, we, we had debates on like how we're going to, how we're going to use fonts and typeface in, in our printed materials and on our website and shit like that. Okay. She's like, nigga, I grew up with Times New Roman Work. and we going to stay a Times New Roman family. <laughs> Word. And I, I'm, and she like days. Times New Roman. I'm all like Courier New. I like my shit plain. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to think of the ones I use too, real quick. Like, dang, what what do I use? You know what I'm saying? But I actually I do like Helvetica, like, and that's a fact. Like, but I like seeing. <laughs> and I was talking about fonts. <laughs> yeah, but I like seeing a lot. Of, <laughs> I'm trying to figure out if I fit into this minimalist, like, because not for nothing, I like seeing more than one birds in the sky. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm trying to really well, yeah. figure this out. You know, like, and it's, it's not well, no, I, it. I it's embrace just, it. It's just one way to go about it. Like, they got, they got, um. So some lady, I forgot her name. Uh, I think she's from Japan or some shit like that. She wrote a whole book about how to tidy up. Like it's becoming like a big thing, like clean your shit up and have yeah, a have a. Clean that's why desk. I want to embrace it, because like I want to. I'm a clutter person, so I'm trying to get rid of all my clutter, and that's why like I see a couple videos on it. I'm like I could kind of embrace this this lifestyle. I mean, I seen some websites on it that's on some really like get rid of everything in your life that you don't. <laughs> you don't need I ain't going that far I'm also on some Like I just want to keep My shit looking Yo, nice and clean one, So um I feel like One thing I struggle with Like for real for real Is like I have so much stuff I like I'm not the best organizer But If you organize my shit I can keep it Just like that You know what I'm saying Like I'm that person So it's like 
Like, even even with this whole move and shit like that, like, you know what I'm saying? Shay's just, like, she just, like, she's real dope with that shit. I'm like, yo, like, I sit there, I'm like, yo, I admire you. Like, I didn't know all my jeans should go over here. <laughs> like, it'd be, like, little dumb <laughs> shit. She'd be like, yo, you got to chill. It's like, sometimes all that shit give me anxiety, bro, because it's like, yo, I don't know. Like, for me, I, I don't know where to start with things like that. You know what I mean? Like, I don't, I don't like seeing a lot of clutter, especially, like, you know, like, uh, in, in studios and stuff like that. Like, when it comes time to me working, if, like, grinding out, I have to mm-hmm. have my shit set up a certain way. I have to see stuff. And mm-hmm. I can't really see anything mm-hmm. around it. You know what I mean? Like, that's one thing I am, like, real big on. Like, I don't like. And you know what's real? I don't like my stuff mixed with other people's stuff. Like, that's just, like, even with my godson. I did laundry. I never forget. I went to go look at my um underwear drawer, and I seen his little briefs. That joint made me tight, cause I'm like, yo, why is he taking up <laughs> space? Like, I got this thing. I don't know. I feel like I'm real territorial with my space. I don't even know where that comes from, though. Like, I don't know. I, yeah. Damn, y'all made me. F- y'all, that that weird pause just made me feel mad alone. <laughs> like, I thought we was. I thought we was sharing. Like, I'm right. Shit. I mean, laundry's laundry to me. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> now nah, I feel you. Nah, I feel you coming from niche. Um, I'm. I'm. I'm, I'm I'm becoming in, I guess, in, at the age I'm at now, like, I'm not comfortable in clutter. Before, I was always able to operate yeah. in it, but now I can't, you know what I mean? Um, and I, I'm obviously got the same uh, attributes in my personality. I live alone, so I could imagine when I, oh, I live with my daughter, you know what I'm saying, if, if anything, but she, you know, she's not like another adult. I could imagine when I live with, like, a woman that is going to be an adjustment process yeah. to, like, not having the ownership of everything or everything being mine or certain things of mine being moved to another space but still uh, I, I think you know what i mean that'd be an adjustment what, as such what's your daughter though like still like that space like you know what i'm saying with her with her things like that's you're you're good with that was an adjustment that, okay. that was an adjustment that made me more so want to get on the um on the minimalism like i was like oh i got a bunch of stuff all over the place i gotta have this place looking yeah. nice and clean you know what i mean before the stuff wasn't bothering me but now it's like yo now she's putting her stuff by my stuff and <laughs> yeah, she's tri- like- she's tripping over stuff so i'm like all right let me let me just have everything looking clear so before she breaks up my mind i'll be tight so let me just have everything yeah. looking nice and clear and and i'm embracing it it's, it's a process yeah. you know what i mean i'm probably i'm not probably where i want to be uh quite yet but i was definitely making strides so yeah. it's um what, now, yeah, what it, it helps, me, it's an adjustment, it helps me with anxiety and stuff i i mean i I mean, I'm not super duper clean, but I like order. I think I, I came uh-huh. to appreciate having order in things because I spent a little bit of time in the Army Reserves when I was younger. So, like in basic training, like it's all about order. Everything has an order. Everything has a place. You know what I'm saying? Uh, and when it's in its place, it should be finely and nicely in its place. Yeah. And um, that I, I came to appreciate it. I mean, I, I'm not severe with it where I'm shining – you know, I'm not, I'm shining suede shoes and shit on the weekend, but Man. I well, I like to keep things somewhat orderly. You know, what I'm saying even if the crib is like quote unquote dirty, like the floor is dusty, at the very least, let me put my shoes and hang my shit up, and then maybe I'll get to sweeping and mopping later. So my thing with you though is like, <clears throat> like with you moving in with your wife. You know what I'm saying? How how was that transition like with, with you with your things? Like were you like with space, where y'all kind of going back and forth over space, like this is mine, or like you know what, you'll be over here. I got this corner. Like, how did y'all, like, cause that was that was tough. Furniture. That was tough for me too. Did y'all buy furniture together? Did you just use your furniture? I well, she moved into into my spot, and she didn't really have a lot of a lot of like large stuff because she was living with her folks for a long time. So yeah, um, that was easy as far as her clothes. That was an adjustment because not that I have a lot of clothes, <laughs> but. 
but because I was living by myself, I could put my shit anywhere and it'll be okay. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like I put my shit anywhere and it's still I still wasn't cluttered. Mm-hmm. So now when she moved in, I have to be more judicious about how how and where I put my stuff. So some stuff I said, all right, maybe I could do- donate that. I could donate this. I could donate this. I could shove this into like a um like one of those plastic storage bins. I could, but you know, but we bought different st- like little storage. Um, you know the shit you get at Target and yeah, for back to school shit. Yeah. yeah, and um, yeah, and then she came to pre- to realize and to appreciate and to respect the fact that I don't like clutter. Like, you know, I'll, I don't <laughs> mind you having a bunch of shit around, but like the clutter is so. For instance, you know, we have different pictures from different shit that we did and framed photos and everything. And then, you know, say after the wedding, she's like, yeah, or after the honeymoon, she's like, yeah, we should print this, this, and that picture, frame it, and put it up. I'm like, fine, where are you going to put it? And what are you going to remove before you put that one up? You know what I'm saying? And she gets it. Like, <laughs> she I don't... had to go through a process. Keep keep over there grabbing <laughs> his balls. Like, where are you going to put this fucking picture at? Because we ain't got... <laughs> nah, gotta I mean, go. <laughs> nah, I'm not a dick about it, but it's like, yo, what... Something's... Yeah, exactly. Exactly what you said. Something's got to go. We're not going to have... The crib looking like some old 1988 fucking uh, apartment and shit like that where Martin Luther King is up and we got a a crucifix and 10 pictures of my family. Yeah, (laughs) we don't want that shit plastic on the couch. Start looking like my grandparents' crib and shit, so. Yo, nah, like, so, so, like, on my side, like, you know, we, like, with the two boys, I had to get used to the fact that. Like, one, I'm going to see two of everything because Shay has this whole thing about, like, dressing them alike and shit. I mean, yeah, they're twins, but I'm like, yo, like, you should be able to wear what you <laughs> want. Like, like, yeah, like, yo, <laughs> wear what you want. But, like, you know, the whole thing with space, like, even when they come home with shit, right? They're coming home with two pictures, you know what I'm saying? She wants to keep all that shit. I'm like, yo, like... It's nothing but magic marker and swirls. Like, you're going to get the same shit tomorrow. Like, we ain't got to keep that shit. Like, I'm like that too. Like, yo, you got to, we can't keep everything. Like, let's just keep the big shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, they make some little shit for uh, Christmas. Like, let's just keep that shit. Them little ornaments with their fucking picture on the face as a snowflake. Like, yo, we'll keep that. I'm not keeping all of these little. The St. Patrick's Day shit got to go. (laughs) That's that's a fact. Like, and they better be making something for Juneteenth. Like, you feel me? Like, (laughs) what's going on at that school? That's that melanin. But, um, nah, like, I had to, I ain't gonna front. That was a real adjustment. Like, the invasion of space. You know what I'm saying? And, like, not for nothing, I'm not the only child, but I am the baby of the family, whereas all my siblings are, like, at least, like, 10 to 12 years older than me. So I kind of, like, came up in a way, like, really by myself. My sister was around a little bit, but, you know, she was always doing her own thing. So I always had my own space, you know what I mean? And then, like, when I moved out, I had my own crib, da-da-da, my own studios. Like, I've always had something of my own. So when it came time to joining forces and sharing some shit, man, that shit was a real adjustment. Even with my sleeping, because I don't, I don't, I have an irregular sleep pattern. So it's like, yo, like... I had to learn that shit. Like it was just it's a lot of different shit. Could I could I keep it a buck though? I feel like and I'm I'm not saying this is your particular situation, but if for me, if I moved in with like a girl that had or or she moved in with me and she had children that weren't my children, mm-hmm. I think it'd be more of an adjustment than me actually like just adjusting to my own kid. Yeah. Kicking I don't know, over their fortress and shit. 
I'm just giving it. A, I'm just giving it a buck. Like I know my personality is like my daughter do something. It's like that shit made me tight. But you know, what I mean, that's my that's my little one. And it's like if somebody else's kid would have done that, and I don't like kids anyway. So if somebody else would have done it, it'd be like, ah, oh, man, like, like my own. <laughs> only like my own kid. Well, I, that goes back to that goes back to love is a choice, right? Like if you choose I was to just be about to say, yeah. a parent that's of pe- somebody who you didn't. Who you are not bio- biologically their parent? That's a choice to say that. Yeah. You know, I have so much love to give. I'm gonna give it to these kids or this kid. Yo, let me, and, let me tell you. And and my boo. Yeah, that's that's a fact. Let me tell you. Even before, like I said, me and Shay, we always been friends. So it's like, <clears throat> I'm talking about like ten plus years. I don't know exactly. She listened to the podcast, so she'll probably fucking correct me anyway. But either way, shout out to Shay. Where, Thanks for yeah, listening. Um, so <laughs> like when we um. We uh first, you know what I'm saying, started linking up and going out with the with the boys and stuff. Like they were like they're about to be four in a couple of weeks. But they were they were just about to turn two. So it's like they were fucking bad, man. Like they were just doing shit, like testing the waters with me. Like it was like I was pledging, bro. Like I, I mean, or like the closest <laughs> thing <laughs> yo, yo, or the closest thing to it. Like I don't yo, it was bad. Like I never forget. And you know, I'm more so like the the disciplinary. Like I like to, like that's me. So, um, fucking, I never forget this shit because we just went to uh the hibachi spot, Fuji, and the first time we took them, little motherfuckers was throwing rice and shit. I couldn't really eat my food. I couldn't enjoy shit. And I was just mm. like, yo, I am, I'm not bringing these motherfuckers out no more. I told her, I said, yo, we gonna learn to cook this rice in the crib because I'm not coming. <laughs> like I'm not coming out doing this shit. But we just went to the hibachi spot. Um, like a couple, like I want to say maybe last week, and like, yo, what I mean, they love it and they're fine. Like now, I have so much fun going out with them. Like that, that shit was an adjustment yeah, too. That, that, you know, that's a maturity thing. Yeah, yeah like you know, what yeah. I'm saying? plus they got used to you too. Yeah, like yeah. yo, it was crazy. Like I never forget. Shout out to little Jordan. You know what I'm saying? That's my that's my little guy, Chief. I used to tell him like I I never forget. I put him in the corner, and I had um like popped his leg for doing something. No, I hit his hand. This motherfucker hit me back. And I'm looking at him. So, yo, but then we started going back hit for hit. And then I called Shay. I used to always be like, Shay. And then she come and then she she hit him and then she she yell at me like, yo, you what you doing? Let him hit you back. I'm like, yo, I'm trying, but he's not like, but now I don't even got to. Dude, it's resilient. Yo, this motherfucker, like he was squaring up. And I'm like, yo, something got to give. And not for nothing. Like at one time I was ready to be like, yo, you know what? I can't do this shit. This is just too much for me. I love you, but like it, it ended up working out. Like not for nothing. Now I could just give them the look. You know what I'm saying? And they just be like, "Okay, I sit down. Sorry, I'm sorry, baby. I'm sorry." Like they call me baby. So it's like, yo. The parenting techniques of uh, AO Niche do not represent Perfect Talk Podcast. I'm out here. I'm out here. <laughs> so, if you're trying to go you know to the spot with your kids, I could train them well. You know what I'm saying? I could train them real well. <laughs> but, yeah. it's, yo, no, it's a, it's a, it's a tough spot you're in. Actually, then it's funny you bring that up. I was chopping it up with my homeboy Speck earlier this week, yeah. and he asked me. He was like, "So, uh, so yo, at, at what age did your daughter uh, start understanding no?" And I'm like. No, they understand no from That's from jump. Like jump, they just yeah. as if they want to listen to it or not, because <laughs> they hear no more than anything. They were, they, now he was all he was like, yeah, my son, my son ain't ain't, ain't trying to hear How that no. And I'm like, 
He's like six months, eight months, or something like that. So yeah, I think he's actually, I think he just turned like eight or nine months. Um, <laughs> Damn, Speck wanted to grow like, up quick. <laughs> 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 well, yeah, you know, it's your it's first child. You know what I'm saying? You have expectations, Hell and then yeah. things don't necessarily move on the schedule that you, you they, you know what I mean? That's just how it is for everybody. But he was, but it was funny. He was like, yeah, I don't know. Maybe I got to introduce a little, you know what I mean? Hand slap. To, along with the no to let that and i'm like to be honest yeah because because he'll be so offended by it like mm-hmm. <laughs> he'll be like yo why'd you hit me you know what i mean like that he ain't really it ain't you don't even gotta hurt him it's just more so to let him know that like yeah. yo there's no because the consequences because exactly. the kids re-evaluate. are always gonna exactly they're always testing boundaries they're gonna always try to like all right well this is the edge that you said i could go to but i'm gonna try to go two inches further than that and you gotta let them know hey this is for your safety this is for that but Whatever parenting techniques you try to, you know what I mean, don't ever hurt your kids or nothing like that. But I was telling him, like, yeah, no, that probably uh, that probably would, would help a little bit, something like that. So, Keith, on your end, <laughs> as far as the kids, like, are, like, is that, because you're, you're definitely someone that, um, I love your structure and the way you plan and, like, you know what I'm saying, even the, the energy between you and your lady, like, it just sounds something that's real, just dope. You know, so y'all don't have kids right mm-hmm. now. Is that something that you guys are, are planning to do or are you just letting that just kind of take its course? Um, we would like kids. Yeah, we kind of letting it take its course. I mean, we got some things in the near future that you know kids are getting to to the way of. Particularly, we got some projects dropping soon. You know what I mean? Look, look for it. Shoot the club up in a few niche. You know what I'm saying? Before yeah, we got dropping to, uh, dropping in September. Um, <laughs> <laughs> nah, we, we, we're not. Let me say this: we're not. A, we're not opposed to kids. But okay. we want to spend one. We want to spend some time with each other, like traveling. get to learn. I know that's big for y'all. Yeah, even but even aside, well, traveling is big for us, yes. But like even aside from traveling, just getting to know each other because me and her to me and her together is going to be different from me, her, and some kid. That's you know a what fact. I'm saying. So mm-hmm. we want to get to know each other first. Get to know each other as husband and wife. Um, we got a trip. We 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 booked a trip for later this year. And we're actually going away in I think in two weeks. Then um we gotta go Gangster. Then we gotta go to Memphis in um the fall and then in in um in the winter we go into Morocco. So we try to get that stuff out the way, maybe do a little bit more at the beginning of twenty nineteen then then start considering some things. So we'll see. But we're not planning it too stringently as far as like scheduling when she ovulating and shit like that. Like we just yeah. just chilling. I think I'm like probably the best uh, family planning agent for Keith because like we'll be trying to like talk topics on the phone and I'm sounding like an old mommy on the phone like like yo keep it down in the background you hear me talking to you you know what I'm saying like <laughs> old school like, mom with a sound. cigarette hanging off his lip all right <laughs> <laughs> that shit just don't never cussing pop. at my that kid you use, using all types of cuss words you know what I'm saying <laughs> Keith, Keith don't want to sound like that just Making yet up you know words. What I mean? <laughs> <laughs> no that's fine but yo let's let's Talking about Keith and, and Nisha's appreciation for like how he plans things out, you know what I mean? I want y'all to know about the journey that Keith has gone through the past couple of months because, you know, we wasn't really sharing everything. We wanted to make sure everything worked out. But a lot of y'all out there might not even know that. My man Keith is like, he just he's starting a new job, and he, he got to that point because he, he left his old job. He just decided one day, like, yo, this ain't popping no more. It's not like he found the new job first and was like, all right, two weeks later, I'm going to start it. Nah, he was just like, yo, I'm off this shit on some Jerry Maguire type shit. And it was like, now, I'm was out. He, Who's coming with me? What was he doing again? And, um... What was you doing? Yeah, what, what, was, what was your job before, Keith? Pharmaceutical uh, sales? I was in medical sales, yeah. Okay. Drug dealer. And so... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was in medical sales. <laughs> I was in medical sales, and um, at that point, for different reasons, the, the, the position wasn't right for me, so I just quit. 
And um, you mind getting it? Can you get into those reasons? Like, what? Because what, somebody out there might be going through what you were going through. Like, what? What were like maybe the top things in your mind that just had you like, I'm off this shit. I can't do this no more. I mean, I, I wouldn't get specific into into too specific into my case while I left or whatever. But I would say like it's one of those things you just you just know you gotta you gotta battle with. Maybe mm-hmm. you had some tragedy in your life or something something tough is going on. Mm-hmm. If you can afford it, then just quit. So I. I I save money. Like the way I look at employment, especially if I'm working for like a corporation or something, is that I need to make be I need to make sure I'm getting something good out the deal. So it's you know there's a lot of things: self esteem, there's cash, um, there's career growth, all that stuff. And when I compared what what was going on with me personally, as as far as how I was feeling and whatever was going on at work, I just said I just rather quit. So I quit, and then I just hit the job market, and I got a few job offers that they weren't right for me. So I just and I took turn them down, just not knowing when when I actually get a decent job. So yeah, then I, I finally got one. You was talking about um how they you know what I'm saying they tried to get you to strip. You turned that down. You was like nah, that's <laughs> my, my old life. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> I ain't back. Stop calling me. Don't make me go back to the old me. <laughs> What do you say, play? No more dick dropping. I'm out here. I, I got to <laughs> That dick dropping life is behind me. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I wouldn't, but definitely I wouldn't advise it, though. The best way to go is to, you get a job first, then you quit your old job. That's it. Give you two weeks notice and that's it. But um, I, just, I, I, but if you're, I guess, strategic enough to quit first or if things are bad enough for you, for you to quit first, whether it's you're going through personal angst for whatever reason you know what i'm saying it could be a your job i'm not saying this is necessarily the case for me but it could be a job or it could be something going on at home or with yourself Man. if it's if it's just that urgent then you just go ahead and do it so that's that was how pretty much how i went about it and then i just went on the search and um i think the big thing in, in going through that is just knowing your worth so i got a Amen. job off i had to negotiate it and all that stuff so that's me snapping for nice. you. Amen. Sometimes you can't. That, that's what's real, too. Like how you said, sometimes you can't always plan it, you know what I mean, down to a T. You know, if you got to take that leap, you got to have that faith and definitely knowing your worth is part of it, you know? Yeah, yeah. I mean, you, granted, yeah. best case scenario, the, the, the wise thing to do or the, the more pra- most practical thing to do is get a job, then quit. But, yeah. you know, so, like if it comes down to it, then you got to do what you got to do. And that's where I was. And uh, Life works like that, too. Like once you take that first step, the next step opens you know what i mean the path opens up for the next step you might not be able to see it before you take that first step though you know what i mean well yeah because be the, this isn't step this isn't the first time i left a job before having a a, a next one so mm-hmm. i i knew through experience that leaving that if, at some point you know what i'm saying like i'm in my early 30s it's not like i'm done working you know what i'm saying so i just mm-hmm. have to spruce my resume up and go out there and apply and um, even, but as far as the knowing your worth thing, when I met my wife, she was talking, she talked about that as far as like when, when we would talk about career and stuff like that, just in general, she said, just know your worth and you'd be all right. Um, mm. And then when I went to business school, just seeing how people negotiated and sometimes it's layoffs and stuff like that, because the company knew that they had to, to make a move to build up their finances or build up their resources. So I feel the same way that I'm going to, at times I'm going to make moves to build up my resources. You know what I'm saying? I don't feel any, I don't feel any personal loyalty to any company. I feel a career, a a business loyalty to them. Right. So for instance, um, if my 401k vests in, in let's say five years or whatever, then 
I'm loyal to you for five, at least five years. If it vests in one year, I'm loyal to you for at least one year or, or at least until you, for at, at least as much time as you're paying me what I'm worth or giving me what yeah, I'm don't, worth. Don't feel, don't feel bonded to like, you know what I'm saying? Never, yeah. I used to feel that way, but I never feel that way. And, and um, just... It's all about the dollar sign. You said, wait, hold on, say that again. You said if your four hundred one k vests. So vesting means that if or pension, if any benefit, any cash benefit that your company gives you, so like a pension or a four hundred one k, they sometimes they put money into it, gotcha. or many times they put money into it. So so it's not coming out of your pockets or your paycheck. The company just contributes to this fund or whatever. So four hundred one k, if they if they're ma- they're matching or matching means that you put money in, so your co- your company is going to put the same amount of money in. Um, if if they match, the money you put in is always yours. So when you leave, then it's yours. But the money that they put in, they may say that oh, you have to work for at least two years. Got you to okay. get your money. So it vests in two years. Okay, got you. Yeah. So. Yeah, that's, that's, um, yeah. So so when you were going through this process, Keith, and maybe the jobs that you were getting offers on or interviews on either weren't to your liking or the ones you wanted weren't calling back, did you ever have like a point where, and we all know you stay busy, you work out, you read books, you meditate, but was there ever a point where like it kind of like affected your self-esteem? You know what I mean? And it had you feeling like, all right, you speak about knowing your worth. So is it like, damn, am, am I not worth what I was thought I was in the job market? This isn't happening at the timetable I thought it was going to happen. Did it lead to any, like, issues of self-doubt like that? And how did you conquer damn. that, if, it, if so? Yeah, 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 hell yeah. And shit, like, how did you stay, you know, sharp? Hell, hell yeah, it gave me anxiety. But the, the it was just, um, one, I had experience in it. And two, and one, I had experience in it, and I'm old enough and experienced enough to know that, if it takes a year, if it takes two years, it's not the worst thing in the world. It's a pretty bad thing, but it's not the worst thing. And um, so, yeah, I did get get some anxiety thinking, like, did get some become self conscious, saying that, uh, you know, am I do I have to start applying to to lower level jobs? Am I do I do uh, am I too big for my britches? Shit like that. So um, to your question, hell yeah. But the way I got over it is just I I had faith to know that this this shall pass. You know what I'm saying? At some point, it shall pass. I'm put. I I I felt comfortable in saying that I'm, I know I'm putting in the effort to go to find a job. You just got to keep putting in that effort, and um, the market, the market is gonna work itself out. The, I put my myself out into the market. I'm doing all the searches and whatever I'm worth. As long as I'm working to find that that space in which I'm getting my worth, I'm confident that I'll find it. And then once I once they give me an offer, negotiating it and all that stuff. Then once I get into the role, working hard. So I, I, I was confident knowing that. But, yes, it did get to my self-conscious because you can't help but think yeah. that, you know, even when we're in school, they give us grades. When we're, when we're you know, doing whatever in our yearly evaluations well, at work, they yeah. give us. Mm-hmm. Huh? No, I was saying, like, with school, yeah, you get the, you know, you would get your, when you were in high school, it would be, like, the quarterly joints or even a five-week, like, or ten-week progress reports, like, seeing where you're at, like. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. So report cards. Th- shit, this yeah. was like my report card. It was like, all right, my report card was, do I get a job? Yes or no. And then how much money are they giving me? <clears throat> and how much? Well, and then there's other benefits too. So um, yeah. So yeah. Well, congratulations, bro. Because that's like, I mean, that's that's definitely not an easy thing to do. And I ain't even gonna lie. I feel like um, 
even during the whole process, like the the cool thing is, and you can't, you really didn't know that you were going through because uh, like something like that because you know what I'm saying that's that's big. So your your energy was still you know dope and you were still sharp and real helpful with other things like you know what I mean like it was just still still a yeah. good vibe. You didn't bro. turn into like um. You ain't turned into Lawrence from Insecure <laughs> season one. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you definitely, cause that's cause that no. Well, I bring that up, but it's a joke. But like it's that's like a stigma. Yeah, you know man. what I mean? You don't want to be the dude. You newly married. You know what I mean? That could have put a lot of pressure on on both you and your Tommy wife. For real. That like damn, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You don't want to be that guy just just there like living off of Issa. You know what I mean? You don't want to be that guy because it, it puts a stigma on you. So um, well, yeah, you definitely held it. Held it down well, and you worked hard. I watched. I watched seen the whole process. Yeah, so. I definitely. I definitely thought about that as far as like how people view me. And hope and just wondering, getting married, you know. Yeah, just getting married. But I think for me, what was most important is how how my wife viewed me and the support she was giving me. Um, and that's so y'all got the um y'all have you have your job now the with the um with the flowers the arrangements and stuff like that like that's my wife is a florist yeah florist so that is that her that's her only job right there or is that something that y'all kind of do together? Is that her side hustle? That's a side hustle. Uh, I won't call it a side hustle, but she does work part time to to um, manage her business, and okay. I help her out. Got gotcha. you. Okay. All yeah. right. Bet. 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 And so, but she has a nine to five. She has also, job. unrelated to. She does have a nine to five. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. That's pretty dope. Yeah. So she. I mean, more or less, she's but she was supporting me between what I had saved up, uh, in, 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 in under my mattress, in preparation said, for a day. Don't forget that for... drug money, yo. That drug money. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so I had to dig into my money from 88. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, so I'm, I was still spending money from 88. So that's pretty much what happened. I, was, I had my fund that I know that, all right, this is the money I'm a, I have to kind of, you know, try to hold me down for as long as I need to, to be out of work. I thought I was going to be out of work for maybe three, four months, but it ended up being, I think, about six or seven months. So. Um, right, shout out to the 88 money. Shout out to Keith always having yeah. for 20. <laughs> yeah. And you know, another part of insecurity is that I know my my, uh, my wife, she was accustomed to doing certain things if she wanted to go. And the same thing with me. If she wanted to go away, if I, I wanted to go away when we were single, we could just go ahead. But now she can't just go away without somehow considering me. So some things that she wanted to do, she couldn't do. You know what I'm saying? Because I now we're could, together. She could have been like, yo... No, I'll holla at you. She could have been. She could have. She could have been, but then it wouldn't be a marriage no more, right? Like, not that. That's yeah, not exactly. even like, like a oh, we're getting a divorce thing, but more so in that moment, you choose not to be married. <laughs> Keith, like, wait, so you going away? <laughs> you gonna yeah, we, marriage, done. <laughs> <laughs> marriage done. Marriage <laughs> done. I mean, I wouldn't. I wouldn't mind, but we would have to have a discussion. So, um, you know, th- that kind of thing of knowing that maybe you, <clears throat> it's possibly holding somebody back from. Doing something they want, uh, oh. that kind of insecurity. But we we were still like we use like um, like credit card rewards points and shit like that to pay for a trip. So we pretty much yeah. paid no money so to yo, go. That's, we're that's gonna... another thing too. Oh my fault. Go ahead. I'm, you just got me. Yeah, and I was just, uh, just to finish up. We paid paid it and we paid no cash or like a, maybe like a, a hundred bucks to go to the Caribbean next month. So yo, so who who y'all with? Like as far as credit, because I was looking at credit cards, because you know we're flying back and forth. I was I was looking at opening up something with Southwest, you know what I mean? But I'm like, mm-hmm. yo, do I really want to do? Some people were saying you shouldn't really uh, open it up with an airline per se. Just get like um an actual traveling credit card that like deals with all the 
airlines involved. Like, you know what I'm saying? That way I'm just not restricted to one airline. But what the, the, the good thing I've seen about Southwest is that after a certain amount of mileage, that um, when you rack up something crazy, you're able to fly with another person pretty much for free. Mm. Yeah, I, I like I like that the segment turned into let a niche know, but uh, yeah. Word. <laughs> no, no diggity, Word. no doubt. Well, if you if you really gonna be loyal to Southwest, then I mean I would say without I without like knowing everything anything else, I would say because like of the two check bags. That's that's uh, to be completely honest with you, I like Southwest because of the the two free check bags. Like my bags and their prices is are usually low. You know what I mean? Either way, I'm a, I'm like an hour upstate. Um, I'm an hour upstate from, you know what I'm saying, NYC. So I'm not really – I've never really flown in and out of our airport around here, Stewart. I'm usually LaGuardia. I think I like LaGuardia a little more than Newark. Um, my preference really is White Plains, but White Plains is uh, kind of expensive, like the Westchester joint. So mm-hmm. – and, and that's like a straight shot with getting there. I don't got to worry about tolls and all that shit. But for the most part, Southwest – you know what I mean? I'm usually Southwest out of uh, LGA, and that's that's my preference. But I was looking at different joints, so you know what I'm saying? If you could. Yeah, I mean, I, know. <laughs> I, I would say as far as credit cards go, I would say look. I don't know exactly which card would be right for you, just being on a spot like this. Uh, I have a, an, a, an American Express like blue cash everyday card, the shit that Tina Fey be on Ooh. TV with. Um, you could have a Chase Slate card. I heard is a good card, or Chase Sapphire. Um, these are just general credit cards with like rewards for you go to the supermarket and all that type of shit. Um, and the gas station. So you should look at your life and think about what you you buy. Look at my life. Where you? Yeah, you got to think about. So some of the rewards that might be is or benefits is no tra- foreign, foreign transaction fee, no yearly fee, or if they have a yearly fee, they might have dope ass benefits. So. If your credit card has like a one hundred dollar a year fee, don't rule it out because it might have some dope ass benefits. It's right. totally worth it. Some have um, uh, given you rewards points, so like dollar for dollar, some shit like that. Yeah. So on, on groceries, on, on gas, on on, yeah. on on certain vendors, on small businesses, different stuff. So I would say do your research, look at all that shit. So now when you look at Southwest, uh, what do they give? Re- my question would be, what do they give rewards for? Where do you plan to travel? Do you plan on just using Southwest? Um, you know what I'm saying? Like, will it be worth it? So I'll look so into that. So what kind of and, and the interest rate, of course, you got to look at that. Yeah. So pretty much, I'm just gonna look at my life, like you said. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, basically, yeah. do you plan on traveling overseas? So like, I, I hit up. I'm looking just real quick at the Southwest Rapid Rewards Premier Credit Card. It says no foreign transaction fees. If you travel international, that's dope. Uh, anniversary, they give bonuses for different things, sign up bonuses, an anniversary bonus. So I, I would look at like what what are they giving you rewards for? That's what I would say. And then not to mention, uh, let's not ignore other parts of your financial portfolio, like checking account, savings account. You know, if you got any investments or certificates of deposit or anything like that. Yeah, so yeah, I'm definitely. With Key Bank. That's so that that's what I was telling you before. So I like Key Bank for the most part. Um, I got a, I got one credit card. I'm trying to get down. It's, I mean, it's not. Like, it's not anything crazy high. I only have really one credit card, and I have my regular checking account and my savings account. I actually have two savings accounts, and um, and then I got my mama. You know what I mean? We do that 88 money over here, too, so, um, you know what I mean? Um, you know what I'm saying? She, she lit, uh, but, 
I just try to <clears throat> make sure that I am good with saving just because like with, you know, taking last minute flights here and there. Um, like if I got to wait on a, on a deposit from someone and I have to, you know, the contracts have already been signed. But if it's like something where, you know, I know I'm going to get the money, but I got to upfront it real quick, I might make the move. So I just always try to make sure I'm good on everything especially when it comes to like being reimbursed for certain shit so or like last minute flights somewhere like for like you know wherever and a lot of my shit is like has been in atlanta but we switching that shit up later on this year so that's that's the good thing i'm excited about is like especially going into next year is like more traveling you know so right there you go yeah man so keith just to just to put a bow on there wrap it up man so what advice would you give out there to maybe somebody that's in your same predicament they're, they're listening to us on the train right now and they're on their way to work and they just like can't do it no more, man. What, what what advice would you give them for the for the journey that they that they may be stepping forth on? Know your value. Yeah. Know your value. Yeah, I'm about to say that. Yeah. Know, know your worth. That's that's number one. Know your worth. Yeah. Cause my first job, it paid me decent or whatever. But I was looking at, I was evaluating the situation. I'm like, yo, I'm worth more than this. I think I should be. I should get more money. I think I should get more money for less time. That was my goal. So I went to business school. That's literally what I wanted. And I didn't. Try, I'm not trying to save the world or nothing. I'm. I said I want to. I, I want more money for less time. I worked overtime and all that stuff and I was getting okay money, but it's like, I, I don't feel like working overtime. I didn't like overtime. So now I got, then I got a new job and I didn't work any overtime and I made more money than I ever did at my old job. Having, even having worked overtime. So that's pretty much what, what I want. I wanted to maximize my worth, get as close as possible to my full potential earnings potential as I possibly could. Um, but no, you know, your worth may not just be cash money. It might be something else. Maybe you need a flexible job to take care of kids or you want to make sure you got good insurance or, or childcare benefits and all this type of shit. And then you have to be very intentful about making your resume, figuring out where you want to be, and then making the resume to sell yourself to that type of position. You know what I'm saying? A lot of people just go out into the job market with some general resume and just fling it out there on monster.com and don't get no job or don't get a, don't get a decent job. I say narrow it down to like a, a a field or some kind of area you want to work in and make a resume for that. And that's it. Yeah, just, that's what you got to do. Just look at all the, the shit online on, on uh, The Muse and The Balance and Monster.com. There's a lot of advice on there. Just do your jobs. Do your homework. Do your job search. Find out what you need to have to be in a certain position and just work yeah. towards that. Yeah, shout out to everybody right. grinding, man, because that's, you know, just persevering. I mean, no matter what what lane you're in you know what i'm saying even with you creating your own lane i mean do that motherfucker with all the love you got in your heart because shit will pay, shit will pay off live. yeah it Word. will pay I, off man i got my inspiration from Darrell revis right uh, and a, a few other sports people Darrell revis dude he just bet on himself a whole bunch of times and i'm like you know i'm gonna be like Darrell revis i think i'm talented so i'm just gonna bet on myself there you go mm. And then that's, that's that's a beautiful thing out there because the you'll talk yourself out of it before anybody else will, and that's just gonna stop the whole movement. So I'm glad glad to hear you, brother. I had you in my prayers, so I'm glad to hear that everything came through. And uh, best of luck with your new job, Appreciate man. It. Um, <laughs> I know we're running like tight just, on time. He sound like he just fired you. Right. you in my prayers. Uh, we'll let you know if any, any new opportunities become available. Um, you know, I'll, if the janitor I'll, quits, we'll call you. <laughs> I mean, I'll definitely nah, write you a um, reference letter, but you know what I'm saying? Just keep your head up and shit, you got to go. You got you to gotta go, nigga. Security. Yeah. Um, <laughs> nah, um, 
real quick, I know we running tight on time. Um, me and Nish got to make moves, but um, yeah, yo, we got a job <laughs> now. Um, <laughs> now, uh, yo, but let's get messy for a second. Uh-huh. Oh my fault, no, no, Nisha. No, what was you about to say? I'm with you. Oh, I was just on Tristan Thompson and Chloe uh, Kardashian. Man. You know, what I mean, they got caught out there. No, uh, he got the news caught and out really... there. He got caught out. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, he got caught out there, and then but he embarrassed Again. her by what he did. You know what I'm saying? Again. Or oh, was it the sec- this wasn't the first time this happened? Nah, he had another situation with his previous joint that he was with his uh, other baby mom. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. No, I know yeah. that. No, I, I thought he did. I, oh, but yeah, this is the first time for him mom? and Chloe. Yeah. Yeah, he just had a kid recently. Daddy, with somebody. Daddy left for Chloe. You know what I'm saying? In the same yeah. situation. That's why they was calling him. Um, Third trimester Tristan or something like that. Yeah, Triple T or some shit. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that's a good one. Triple T. Like they say, yo, he can't Triple never make T. it to the through to the third trimester. That's funny. My yeah, third trimester, he's done with it. But no, my, my question really for y'all is, uh, when we talk about cheating a lot on this show, we we touched on is is porn cheating, and um, we had a lot of relationship talk on the show. Like, is Cheating is forgivable. It's, you know, some people forgive it, some people can't. That's that's all I uh, think. That's all on each individual person. What I think is, is it is it for you guys personally? Is it more of an issue if the cheating was done publicly? So, say for instance, somebody got caught on Facebook, or somebody got caught on social media, or is it one of those things where it's like it is what it is? Like I just I can't really be concerned what people are in my shit. For me, I'll answer the question. I know for me, it's harder if if it's public. Like I can lose an argument. Just me and my girl in private, but if I lose that argument in public and it's like I get embarrassed by it, it's gonna hit me a different type of way. So I can imagine cheating is gonna be the same type of thing. If I get cheated and cheated on, nobody really know. It doesn't hit you as quite as hard as like, damn, my friends and my family got to see this shit too. You know what I'm saying? So is that something for y'all though? Is that more of a, or is that like more of a me thing? Oh uh, yeah, public is Kardashian. Public is yeah. the worst because yeah. yeah, whenever you mess up in your relationship, the feelings is probably what matters the most. Hell Not even yeah. probably. It is what matters the most. It so is. if you do it in a public fashion, somebody's embarrassed. Embarrassment's a feeling, and the more public it is, the worse it's going to be. So that's how you get your car keyed. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, straight yeah, up. Like you, the more, the more, the more flagrant it is. That you know what I'm saying? Like if you cheat, and you, there's, there's a text message like, "Hey, uh, you know, d- dinner was good last night." Thanks for the All right, you might, you know what I'm saying? You, yeah, it's nice. <laughs> you might get a few of your, your clothes bleached or whatever, period. But if it's some wild shit, like there's a group text, like, yeah, this nigga ate my butt, yeah. then it's like, yep, <laughs> you getting your whole shit burnt down. You getting Andre yeah. Rising left eyed. Because <laughs> Khloe Kardashian, she seems to have uh, forgiven him for what I understand. That's what reports are saying and things like that. And you hear it, like, you hear it in like, Lala. Um, had that thing with Carmelo, but it looks like Lala kind of stuck her ground. I don't yeah. know if they got back together. I, I could be wrong. Well, if um, if if they had any chance of going back to getting back together, moving to Oklahoma definitely didn't help his case. Nah, not know. at all. Yeah, <laughs> and, and playing the way he's playing too, he ain't even really doing his thing. He really <laughs> so, looking like the old Melo out there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man, Melo like, out there fat. looking fat, man, <laughs> out there flabby and sick, like drop, ah, drop, old ass, old ass uncle. Yeah, he out there bucket. playing like Anthony Anderson. <laughs> Nisha dropping dick with they dropping buckets. <laughs> Damn shit. Yo, that's a real fact. But nah, yeah, that's. About, I mean, that's so for you, you, you subscribe to the same thing, Nisha. You, you like, yeah, you like I, me and Keith, I guess, in that respect. Yeah, I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna front. Like, if the, if the world, because think about it, it's always gonna be on repeat too. You know what I mean? So like, they got the video, so you can't really mm-hmm. go, especially the way social media is. So you can't really go nowhere without, you know what I mean? Seeing like, uh. 
third trimester Tristan, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, he just, Mm -hmm. he ain't, you're going to see it repeated. Like, that's, and for her and her family, you know what I mean? Like, they're like, they're up there, you know? So, and, ah, I couldn't, for me, I think it'd be like, it's a no for me. Like, I think if I, it would have to be a lot of reworking. You got to leave the situation? Yeah, Yeah. Like, if it's something like that, like, I ain't even going to hold, like, yeah, I think that's big. Because it seems pretty fragrant what he did. It seems like like um like he didn't he not flagrant in the fact that he went out to hurt her, but he went out his way not to hide what he was doing. He was lit. You know what I mean? You're saying he went out his yeah. way not to to not hide it. You mean that he was trying to to flaunt his his side broads out there on purpose? He nah, was, he was not in like the club, he, though. I feel he he didn't go to the extra effort to yeah, keep it under wraps. You know what I'm saying? I'm sure. Like, I mean, yeah, to be it's fair, not the though, first time he's messed with side chicks, be, and he's in New York City of all places. So it's like, why would you? You know what I mean? Like, I'm sure when he goes places, there's a certain way that he operates when he's messing with chicks or something like that. And I feel like he just was like, "Fuck it!" Like she got me mad. I don't give a fuck no more. Type of thing. To well, did, did she get him mad? No, no. But that's what it came off to me. Oh, okay. As, like, yeah. Oh, I mean, like, to be fair like, though, <laughs> in a regular situation, like you could be in the NBA and be like some like the eighth, eighth, the ninth dude off the bench. And get away with going to a hotel with a with a side piece, and no one finds out. Maybe until later, maybe, or maybe not at all. And so ha- I don't think Tristan Thompson. Tristan Thompson's not that pop. Um, used to being popular, used to being famous. Nah, no. Nah. You know what I'm saying? But he plays with LeBron. He plays he with knows LeBron. The LeBron effect. Yeah, but like he just yeah. got famous, and not even because of LeBron. It was because of Kim Kardashian. Um, Chloe, which Chloe. one is he dating? Chloe Kardashian. Chloe. Yeah. Yeah, the dude. F- so imagine you. Imagine for some reason. Like, you just got famous, right? Not because of something you did professionally, but just some kind of association that you just got with someone. You wouldn't know what, like, how to conduct yourself in a famous way. He was moving around in such a way where a normal dude, like, for instance, when those models was rubbing on his meat in the club, you figure, yo, this is a dark club. It's safe for a model to rub up on my meat. I'm Tristan Thompson. Nobody knows me. So fuck it, I'm gonna put my tongue down her throat. Yeah, put your tongue down her throat. throat. Put them breasts. Yeah. Yeah, put your your goatee in her. Put your goatee betwixt betwixt her bosoms. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like well to know that effect. Like so, maybe he might not be used to him being that famous, but he has to know the effect of being with a Kardashian, the effect that it's had on his life, the effect of the attention that he's getting because of it. You know what I mean? And I I feel like it's just kind of like. Yeah, and he was like, uh, I'm, I don't give a fuck. Like, it's, it's what it is. Like, feel some type of way about it or don't. Like, nah. and that, that's what I think is harder to forgive when the person just seemed like, yo, they really didn't give a fuck. Like, they was out in a club and mad people's coming back to you talking about, yeah, I seen da da da, yo. Ah, I seen your girl, da da da. You know what I mean? That's when it's like, yo, how do you forget that? You know what I mean? Then then you like the DMX uh, the DMX line, you whack, you twisted, your girl's, your girl's a, a hoe. <laughs> you broke, kid ain't yours, neighbor, you know. You know what I mean? <laughs> Your man, you say you stupid. You be like, so I love, I love my, my baby, baby mama. mama. I, I never let her go. go. I never let her go. You don't want to be that nigga. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> you know what I mean. That's just yeah. That that whole Kardashian. But I, a piece of me don't even care. Let me tell you what I really care about, though. I care about Beyonce at Coachella. Beachella was fire. Ooh, that's what I'm touch talking on it. About. Talk on it. Yo, like talk on it. So I'm not even gonna lie. I think I'm. <laughs> I may low key be a part of the Beehive. I don't want to like I. I don't know how I feel about it, you know what I'm saying? But I definitely support Beyonce. Like, she she murdered it. So it's so real, right, this past weekend. So she went on at 11. They had her scheduled for 11.05, you know what I mean? So, of course, in L.A., we had to, you know, transfer the time over to, you know, Eastern. But, yo, when I mean 
Shay called me like, yo, um, what's up? She called me while I was watching it, right? I'm watching it live. So she's like, oh, um, hey, just checking in. What's up with you and the boys? I'm like, yo, you just really cut me off watching Beyonce, though. I'm like, B's at Coachella right now. Wait, she's like, wait, what happened? I'm like, yo, um, I'm like, you know what? The boys is moving around. Let me just call you back. <laughs> Low key lied <laughs> to get her up. This is like eleven o'clock, eleven o'clock at night that it happened. That it came yeah, on. So it's what? What time are we? What's that? Like two, two something, three? Yeah, I was, I was watching the whole. Oh joint. damn! Yeah, so that's you know. <laughs> you was at two. You was doing the three hours ahead. Oh damn! Yeah, so I, I was up. <laughs> I ain't gonna front. I was in the bed, fucking dancing like a motherfucker. Like, uh, yo, it was, it was lit. But she had. She she really represented represented for the um HBCUs. Um she's actually giving away some cash to like the top I think to like four different um shout out to Poppy. Yeah, he was watching it too, right? Poppy Poppy <laughs> he's part of the beehive. But um she's definitely um donating some money to like uh four different HBCUs. Um her whole the whole set was like um it had the whole aura of the HBCU. She had a lot of um the dancing, uh, the 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 drum majors. I mean, the, it, it was. Or she just had so like strolling, yo, strolling drum lines. So she had the the, the black national anthem. Fire. It was fucking dope, yo. Even even the way like um, with the clothes and everything that they. I mean, yo, she had her sister come out. Uh, yo, Destiny's Child came back through. I mean, yo, she was dope as shit. And what's real is, I I didn't get a chance to watch all of it. Like I said, I was trying to get Shay off the phone. Then on top of that, I kind of fell asleep. I woke back up still, like, watching Beyonce. I'm like, yo, she's... Y'all got to watch it. Like, you know what? To have a proper conversation on it, y'all got to just see a little, a few little clips of it. And, like, she's, she's ill. I mean, they say she fired some of her dancers... I don't know why. But it was like a hundred. She had like a hundred of them. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I heard she fired some and then Cardi B um, hired them. Well, they, um, Cardi B put out a statement saying that she didn't pick up those dancers. Um, okay. And she allegedly. said, nope, I, I, I saw that bill. I saw that. Yeah. <laughs> I saw what they were demanding. I was like, uh-uh. So, you know. Y'all bitches been blacklisted. <laughs> <laughs> but but yeah, to, so. to, to the scholarship thing, yeah, she's sponsoring scholarships to Xavier, Wilberforce, Tuskegee, and Bethune-Cookman. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and they say she was giving out like I think like a hundred k to different to a couple different organizations. I mean, either way, like I just think it was so dope and it was so black that like and it was so like people. I heard people it was blacker than blacker than black, y'all. Yo, me, it was fire, man. Like so, this is a, a um a statement from a quote from. Uh, Alicia Adamson Prophet from Black Culture. I don't know what that is, but this is just a quote I'm reading. She took us to Wakanda Church, a yo. HBCU classic, Battle yo. of the Bands, the ultimate probate step show, and more. She had an yo. orchestra, a full band, a drum line, a choir, and a bazillion dancers. She is the yo. first black female to headline Coachella, and she killed it. The name yo, has officially murdered. been changed to Baychella. That stage will never be the goddamn same again. It was magical, y'all. Yo, it was, yo, I'm telling (laughs) y'all right now, though. Like, it was just, I mean, she kept you entertained the whole time. Like, I ain't even gonna front. My Wi-Fi started going crazy. I started shaking my fucking laptop like, yo. (laughs) (laughs) Please. (laughs) You know what, though? I gotta respect that. I gotta respect that about Beyonce. Because the year before, she had to cancel on them because of the twins, right? she had to come back with the juice. Yeah, yo. 
Yeah, yeah. So, but that's that's a performer right yo. there. I respect that. Like, yo, because I don't even know how that ticket situation worked out. A lot of people probably bought tickets because they thought Beyonce was gonna perform, yeah. and then with her not performing, I don't know how that works out with refunds and shit like that. But she came through, and I I respect that. Hey, you know what I mean? This is on me, yeah. and I'm gonna take it. But I'm gonna give y'all one like, hell of a show. Yo, you know but what she mean? had so, like real, real sororities and real frats in the motherfucker. Like, you know what I'm saying? You seen some of the cute dog like. It was it was real dope, man. Like, and she gave um. There's a, a like a few different people that were a part of it that like you would recognize if you knew them. You know what I'm saying? So it was like these a uh, couple like plus size models that were a part of it that you like if you know about them. Like you just like it was just dope, man. People even uh listen. I will. She did it for the culture. She came strong Yo, for the culture. I ain't gonna lie. Like it was like. It's dope seeing someone like that, like a black woman in that in the entertainment field that like just said fuck it, we about to do it just like this and Being did it and did it black. yo and did it flawlessly. Like everyone that had their own like you know what I'm saying, little time to shine, they killed it like they murdered it, yo. Like I'm telling you, shit was fire. I gotta check. I, I gotta check out the whole. I saw clips, but I didn't get a chance to see the whole thing. But oh, um, but the, the little yeah. bit I saw was fire, but. Y'all know I always love seeing black people being black. You know what I'm saying? So that's why I love yeah. Solange's album, uh, A Seat at the Table, oh, so much. Because that was the blackest album yeah. I probably ever heard. She, she Blacker than shit. Public Enemy. Yeah. yeah. She she talked about shit. Yeah. And um shout out to uh shout out to Cardi B also shining at the um at, at Coachella. You know what I'm saying? She she did her thing. Shout out to her album dropping too. Shout out to the homie. She got number party one album, right? If I'm not yep. mistaken. Yeah. Um, shout out to Party too. Partisan Fontaine doing his thing for the hometown. You know what I mean? Or really just for himself either way. Like the hometown is definitely supporting that <laughs> shit. Like, yeah, he, he wrote a lot of the joints on there. Um, She got some cuts on there that's pretty fire. Um, Yeah, it's not a bad album. I, um, it's it's been a while since I just listened to an album front to back like that, but um like it's it's a cool album. Yeah. Um, K- Kendrick got the uh, Pulitzer for damn. Yeah. And um, I know we spoke about the album before in the show, but uh, yeah. shout out to him because that's a big thing right yeah, there. Shout out to the weekend too. Um, he dropped. I listened to the weekend. Um, it was how's that? You know what? It was alright. It's still like I mean the weekend. He just be he get hurt and he just dropped some shit. Like I mean it's kind of it's called my dear melancholy. Yeah. My dear melancholy. Something so like that. he had oh. um. I mean, because him and Selena Gomez, they're not together no more, right? No, nah, I thought he, oh, yeah, damn, he, I, he was still on that. I thought he moved on to, like, the other, the model. Oh, no, maybe Gigi Haddad was before yeah, Selena. Yeah, all right, well, whoever. Yeah, but I think she she went back to, to Biebs yeah. or something like that. Yeah, <laughs> really? like, yeah. either way, you can, you can hear the hurt. Yeah. You can hear the hurt in the, in the in the songs, like, and he, it's only six songs, but the dope thing about it is, like, I mean, he took it back to, like, the old weekend where you got some of the songs that are, like, kind of long and... He's transitioning into like different beats and shit like that. Like you know, it's kind of okay. It's 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 not bad. He got some joints on there that I that I like. But you got to be the thing I about like the creativity. weekend. Yeah, and you got to be in the mood to listen to that. So, you know, what I mean, I've been on that. You um, you heard Wale? Yeah, Wale joint was pretty fire. I, I ran through it in the um in the gym. I've been watching like some of his uh, some of his interviews too. I was watching his interview on um Rap Radar. And he was just talking about mad shit because he's like a he's a new father too. Um. And is is Maybach music still a thing? Or it this is, is like, but he's not a part of Maybach anymore. I mean, he's still. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. Because I heard a line on one of the songs he made, and it sounded like he was yeah. talking about looking for a new deal or something like that. So, okay, that's. I think that's a good look for him, though. You got to move on. You know what I mean? Yeah, he said he's going back to his some, old ways, like the Nike boots, Wale. And I said, yo, that's that's needed. Like, Wale. that's what he needs to. Yeah, because I, I yeah. some. Of, I mean, he does. He makes a lot of cool songs for women. I can't front it since he's been down with Maybach music, but get back to that rap. You know what I mean? Because that's that's when I was quoting. I still quote some of his shit from those days so yeah. that's a, a good look for Wale 
You know what I heard a couple weeks ago? I've been meaning to tell you. But Keith, you remember Lizzie, that the the white chick yeah. that uh, she did a Pursuit of Happiness yeah, cover. cover? Yeah. Uh. Yeah, she did a cover of Pursuit of Happiness, uh, the Kid Cudi song. Now she got an album out. I was bumping to it a couple weeks ago when I had. Uh, I think my phone was broken. I must have been feeling real emo or something like that. And I was rocking out to her new joint on Apple Music. So, um, shout out to Lizzie. And uh, this was, what else is out there? Black Panther soundtrack still knocking. Oh yeah, you can't even. That. You can't even not bump. That's that. a tough. That's a tough soundtrack. Yeah. Shout yeah. out to uh, Kendrick and the work he did on that. Yeah, he killed that. Also, a lot of dope um, shit out there, man. Big shout out too to uh, to Hove with the Peabody joint. What's that? Peabody Pulitzer? No, wait, that was the. Other nah, he got a Peabody, Peabody Award, uh, Kendrick with the Pulitzer. Khalif Brower. Pulitzer, yeah, yeah. He got for the Khalif Brower story. The, the docu, the docu- uh, Keith had told us a lot about that. Yeah, yeah that was yeah, a big yeah, story. Shout out to Hov. Mm-hmm. Yeah, shout out to Hov, man. Hov doing big things and uh, I, what is what is it's like the twilight of his career. I hope he drops another rap album because I feel like Obi's not discouraged that four 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 didn't get the Grammy. You know what I mean? And he's like, ah, I don't nah. know if we're still putting shit out because that was a cool project. I think I, I listen to a lot of the songs and I like the fact that he's able to open up on there. So um. Eminem's last project, Eminem opened a lot about it's a lot of the personal stuff going on in his life. He wasn't necessarily just getting crazy on every song. Yeah. So I like when artists are taking it there. Don't be afraid, especially when you're reaching that point in your career. Yo, you, uh, late late 30s, so, 40s, when you're rapping about shit like do that. Do y'all feel like rappers really retire? I mean, like, should rappers They shouldn't. I always had a problem with that. Always had a problem why'd with rap a, being a young you person's a game. Because I feel like, uh, well, no one's telling Mick Jagger that he can't make music when he's 45, 50. No one's telling, um, you know what I mean, uh, Steven Tyler of Aerosmith he can't make music when he's 45, 50. So just because rap started out as a young man's game and talking about young man um, ideals in, in their lyrics doesn't mean it can't grow. Doesn't mean you can't be the, the 50 year old rapper telling people maybe to invest their money mm-hmm. or, you know what I mean, be smart with their decisions. So I felt like that was that was always hip hop's thing. Remember, Jay Z used to catch a lot of that, like Jim Jones and them. He used to call him old. And, and Drake is talking about, like, when he turns 35, he don't want to be rapping no more. I feel like that's silly. Mm-hmm. Why put the cap on yourself? Grow with it. It's an art yeah. form. No, I, I agree because your audience grows too. So, you know what I mean? You still can serve yeah. somebody. So, you know what I mean? And maybe, yeah, maybe you might not be the level of, you, let's say, the, the height of your career when you were a young young man in your 20s or 30s. Maybe you might not have that following, but you still or a have young woman. following. Or a young woman. Or a young woman, excuse me. Yeah, but you still got that following of core fans that are going to support your stuff. And it's like, they want to grow with you. I feel, I think it's real cool to see Jay, the stuff that Jay-Z talks about nowadays. You know what I mean? So, man. like, that's 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 dope to see him grow. Eminem has, like, a song on there called, I think, Bad Husband. Well, I think it's one of the, the dopest songs where he's just talking about, yo, I was a great father, but... Things didn't work out with the mother, so I'm a bad husband. But it's like he's opening up about it. You know what I mean? He's he's being real about it. He's not making himself kind of look good or look one type of way. He's you know what I mean? He's touching on that. So um, I, I like that we ended off with like Beyonce though, and, and definitely talking about the black excellence right there because that's, oh, that's, that's that's a huge thing for us. My fault, Nisha. No, nah, we start we started with black excellence. Shout out to Keith out here yeah. making his way, and we we had to word you know, up. End you know what I mean? That generational wealth coming in now, bro. <laughs> yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> about, about to get. Yeah, we doing it, man. Um, shout out to us, yo. We, 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 we a lot of episodes, a lot of support out there. Shout out to everybody out there rocking with the team. We see y'all. Check us out on uh, Apple Podcast, Google Play Music, or SoundCloud. Make sure you leave a review, leave a rating, and um, let's talk about social media for a second. My name is DJ Playboy, but on Instagram I go by the name of at Plickapeezy, P L I C C A P E E Z Y. So check me out on there. Uh, Ayo Niche, where can they find you at? Uh, you can find me at Ayo Niche at A Y O N I S H. That is on um. Instagram. Instagram, Twitter, my snap is P-O-W-A-Y-O-N-I-S-H. So, I mean, just catch me, catch me somewhere, you know what I mean, or something, I don't know. Follow her, follow on all that. 
Keith, uh, social media-wise, where can the people follow you at, brother? This week, I'm going to skip social media and just tell people to open up a, a savings account at Ally Bank, man. <laughs> Get your money right. He's like, I don't want no followers. <laughs> <laughs> don't follow Look me, at my man. Picture. Get this money. Yeah, right, I hear you. I hear you, man. Congrats to Keith once again. And also check us out um, on Instagram, the Perfect Talk Podcast. Check us out at Perfect Talk Radio. We are on there. So, you know what I mean? Check out some pictures, like some of our stuff. Leave a comment. Let us know how you feel. And that's it. We banged it out, man. And we'll catch you out next week. Say goodbye to the people, y'all. Peace. Peace.